Hey, y'all, we're going to continue on our journey into the promised land with the land divisions and fulfillment of God's promise to his people with Joshua chapter 14, verse 1. The remaining tribes of Israel received land in Canaan as allotted by Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the tribal leaders. These nine and a half tribes received their grants of land by means of sacred lots in accordance with the Lord's command through Moses. Moses had already given a grant of land to the two and a half tribes on the east side of the Jordan River, but he had given the Levites no such allotment. The descendants of Joseph had become two separate tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim, and the Levites were given no land at all, only towns to live in with surrounding pasture lands for their livestock and all their possessions. So the land was distributed in strict accordance with the Lord's commands to Moses. A delegation from the tribe of Judah, led by Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenuzite, came to Joshua in Gilgal. Caleb said to Joshua, Remember what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, about you and me when we were in Kadesh Barnea? I was forty years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land of Canaan. I returned and gave an honest report, but my brothers who went with me frightened the people from entering the promised land. For my part, I wholeheartedly followed the Lord my God. So that day Moses solemnly promised me, The land of Canaan, on which you were just walking, will be your grant of land in that of your descendants forever, because you wholeheartedly followed the Lord my God. Now, as you can see, the Lord has kept me alive and well, as he promised for all these 45 years since Moses made this promise, even while Israel wandered in the wilderness. Today I'm 85 years old, and I am as strong now as I was when Moses sent me on that journey, and I can still travel and fight as well as I could then. So give me the hill country that the Lord promised me. You will remember that as scouts, we found the descendants of Anak living there in great walled towns. But if the Lord is with me, I will drive them out of the land, just as the Lord said. So Joshua blessed Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and he gave Hebron to them as his portion of land. Hebron still belongs to the descendants of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the, Ke- the Kenizzite, because he wholeheartedly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Previously, Hebron had been called Kiriath Arba. It had been named after Arba, a great hero of the descendants of of Anak, and the land had a rest from war. So the Anakites were the giants. They were very huge people, and that's what made the Israelites terrified when the went to go scout out this land. But Caleb trusted God wholeheartedly. He's like, guys, God's going to give us this land. We don't have to be afraid. And he was ready for more adventure. He wanted to go fight the Anakites and take this land that promised was promised to him by God. And he trusted God in the difficult path, and he was ready to go. He wanted to faithfully see God's promises come forth, and he was ready to go make it happen and fight and take possession of the land. In chapter 15, verse 1, the allotment for the clans of the tribe of Judah reached southward to the border of Edom, as far south as the wilderness of Zin. The southern boundary began at the south bay of the Dead Sea, ran south of Scorpion Pass into the wilderness of Zin, and then went south of Kadesh Barnea to Hezron. Then it went to Adar, where it turned toward Karka. From there it passed to Asmon until it finally reached the brook of Egypt which it followed to the Mediterranean Sea. This was their southern boundary. 
The eastern boundary extended along the Dead Sea to the mouth of the Jordan River. The northern boundary began at the bay where the Jordan River empties into the Dead Sea. It went up from there to Beth Hagla, then proceeded north of Beth Araba to the stone of Bohan. Bohan was Reuben's son. From that point, it went through the valley of Acor to Debur, turning north toward Gilgal, which is across from the slopes of Adumin on the south side of the valley. From there, the boundary extended to the springs in En Shemesh and on En Rogel. The boundary then passed through the valley of Ben Hinnom along the southern slopes of the Jebusites, where the city of Jerusalem is located. Then it went west to the top of the mountain above the valley of Hinnom and on up to the northern end from the valley of Rephaim. From there, the boundary extended from the top of the mountain to the spring at the waters of Nephtoah, and from there the towns on Mount Ephron. Then it turned toward Baalah, that is, Kiriath-Jerium, the boundary circled west of Baala to Mount Seir, passed along to the town of Keslon on the northern slope of Mount Jerim, and it went down to Beth Shemesh and on to Timnah. The boundary then proceeded to the slope of the hill north of Ekron, where it turned toward Shikaron and Mount Baala. It passed Jimneel and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. The western boundary was the shoreline of the Mediterranean Sea. The Lord commanded Joshua to assign some of Judah's territory to Caleb, son of Jephunneh. So Caleb was given the town of Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, which has been named after Anak's ancestor. Caleb drove out the three groups of the Anakites, the descendants of Shemai, Ahiman, and Talmai, the sons of Anak. And from there he went to fight against the people living in the town of Debir, formerly called Kiriath Sifer. Caleb said, I will give my daughter Aksa in marriage to the one who attacks and captures Kiriath-Sephir. Othniel, the son of Caleb's brother Kenaz, was the one who conquered it. So Aksa became Othniel's wife. And she must have been quite the prize if she was the motivating factor to capture a city and fight the war. And this is how the Israelites started out. And there was still a lot more land to take, but God had assured Joshua that he'll just He'll handle it. He'll be fighting for them. So we'll continue on in verse 18. When Aksa married Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. As she got down off her donkey, Caleb asked her, What's the matter? She said, Give me another gift. You have already given me land in the Negev. Now please give me springs of water too. So Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. This was the home, homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Judah. The towns of Judah situated along the borders of Edom in the extreme south where Kebzil, Edar, Jegur, Kina, Dimona, Adaha, Kadesh, Hazor, Ithnan, Ziph, Telam, Bealoth, Hazor, Hadata, Shema, Kerioth, Hezron, that is Hazor, Ammon, Malada, Hazar, Gada, Heshman, Beth Pelet, Hazar Shual, Be'er Sheba, Bithiothia, Baala, Lim, Izan, Eltalad, Kesil, Horma, Zikleg, Madmana, Sansana, Lebeoth, Shilhim, Ain, and Rimon, 29 towns with their surrounding villages. The following towns situated in the western foothills were also given to Judah. Eshel, Zora, Ashna, Zinoah, 
Agnangnam, Zipua Enam, Zarmuth, Adulam, Soka, Ezika, Sha'aram, Edithiam, Gedora, Gedorathiam, fourteen towns with their surrounding villages. Also included were Zenin, Hadisha, Migdal Gad, Dillian, Mizpeh, Jokthith, Lakish, Bozkath, Eglon, Cabin, Lanan, Kitlish, Gedoroth, Beth, Dagon, Naemia, Mekedah, and sixteen towns with their surrounding villages. Besides these, there were Libna, Ether, Ashen, Ifta, Ashna, Zebed, Kalia, Akzib, and Marisha, nine towns with their surrounding villages. The territory of the tribe of Judah also included Ekron and its surrounding settlements and villages. From Ekron, the boundary extended west and including the, included the towns near Ashdod with their surrounding villages. It also included Ashdod with its surrounding settlements and villages and Gaza with its settlements and villages as far as the brook of Egypt and along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. Judah also received the following towns in the hill country, Shamir, Jatir, Sako, Dana, Kiriath, Sana, that is Debur, Anab, Eshtema, Anim, Goshen, Molin, Gilo, and even the towns with their surrounding, eleven towns with their surrounding villages. Also included were the towns of Arab, Duma, Ishan, Janim, Bethtipua, Afika, Hamta, Kiriath, Arba, that is Hebron, and Zior, nine towns with their surrounding villages. Besides these were Maon, Carmel, Ziph, Juta, Jezreel, Joktiam, Zonohoa, Cain, Gibeah, and Timnah, ten towns with their surrounding villages. In addition, there were Halul, Beth Zor, Gidor, Mararath, Beth Anath, and El- Eltikon, six towns with their surrounding villages. There were also Kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath Jerim, Rabbah, the two towns with their surrounding villages. In the wilderness, there were the towns of Beth Araba, Midin, Sekaka, Zibshan, the city of Salt, and En Gedi, six towns with their surrounding villages. But the tribe of Judah could not drive out the Jebusites who lived in the city of Jerusalem. So the Jebusites live there among the people of Judah to this day. So this is like kind of like reading a map, but in words, like describing a map in words, like the town went out to the McDonald's and then it stops there, the line stops and then heads over to the Publix and then stops there. Like it kind of just lays out their whole territory lines, but with words. So it's not super exciting reading, but this is how Israel started out. This was God's fulfillment to his promises being laid out right before their very eyes There's still more land to take, like I said, but God was working for them. God was behind the scenes and and making this happen. He was giving them their promised land. He's being true to his word and being faithful because we can trust him. He is faithful to every single word. Thanks, y'all. We'll continue on tomorrow. Have a great day.